Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Pack from the creators of You Don't Know Jack. Now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to Jackbox Games for more info. They're really great people and their games are fun. You should actually definitely do that. Yeah, do that one for real. I love those games. Yeah, for real. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshipping. Today's theme is... Pets. <laughs> arf, arf. Arf. <laughs> mew, mew. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. This week's theme is pets because we've gotten a surprising number of questions about this. We think it might be all from the same person, but we're not sure. So... <laughs> Whether or not you have pets, this episode is for you because we're going to talk about having pets, having pets that are misbehaved, having too many allergies, uh, having no allergies, having too many cats. Having... That's a personal issue that Trin has. Yeah. First question. My friend has a poorly behaved dog. She loves her dog and the dog is well cared for. But wow, she needs to take that dog into training. She, the dog, jumps on people. Even people like me who are a little afraid of dogs. And my friend laughs and says, she's friendly. The problem is that your dog is friendly, dude. Please help. She takes the dog everywhere and never puts her on a leash. Oh, oh God. this sucks. Every part of this. Except yeah. for, it's good that your friend is taking care of her dog. Yes. Uh, and that she loves her dog. And if that were not true, that'd be an entirely different issue. And you would have to talk to some authorities. Yes, absolutely. So she loves her dog. That's wonderful. But that yes. also means you are never going to come between her and the dog successfully. Oh, God, that is such a good point, Jen. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you you will never be more important to her than that dog. And that is okay. It is okay. I love all my friends so much, but like Mavi is like, you know, my Patronus. I feel the same way yeah. about my right, idiot right. three-legged right. cat. <laughs> this question made me laugh and it made me anxious because I have a dog and she acts like this when we have a lot of people over. She's okay around a couple people, but she is like really bad party etiquette. <laughs> um, so before we do dive in, let's talk about general etiquette. Like, your house, when you have guests over, is not the same as your house when you do not have guests over. Like, you walk around in your underwear when you're by yourself in your house, but you probably don't when you're having a lot of people over. Or maybe you'll do. Whatever. I don't know. It, we don't know what your yeah. hangouts are like. Yeah, just speculating here. But the the gist is you act differently. Yes, You sing exactly. to yourself. Exactly. You talk to yourself. And if you, yes, you're different when you're around groups of people and when you're hosting them. Yes. So your house with guests and, like, restaurants and especially other people's houses are not the dog park. So you either don't bring your dog with unless you have permission specifically from everyone. Or at the very least, if you're bringing your dog, you have to leash it. There is a reason why dog parks are designated as, like, special fenced-in areas in the place where you live, like a city. It's Because that's the one place where it's okay for your dog to run around and go wild and, you know, be unleashed the inner wolf or whatever. And it's not okay to do that other places. It's just not. Your dog is the best, and I probably love your dog, but you are still no. going to make people uncomfortable. And you don't want to do that, right? Yeah. I, I really love um, you saying that the, there's a distinction between, like, there's a designated area for this, and then there is your house. Like, that is a, such an important thing that I think that people are blinded by the love of their pets. Definitely. I certainly am. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, this is something for the asker to know. There is a, a bond there that you can't come between, but you still have rights, and you are not wrong here 
Oh, you are so not wrong. You are completely right. So dogs are amazing at reading human emotions, but they also like suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you love me? Why don't you yeah, love me? Yeah, exactly. Why don't you love me? Love me? Love me? So you are not in the wrong here. And when the dog jumps on your lap, you are so allowed to say no. <laughs> no. Down. Down. Like practice saying it. Like I'm pointing at Trin right now and saying down. <laughs> And, like, say it firmly. The dog might not understand what's going on, but hopefully the owners, the owner will. So dogs don't understand English. <laughs> dogs are not humans. Like, that's the one thing that I think that we all need to internalize, uh, especially people who own dogs, is that your dog cannot be reasoned with, especially by somebody who doesn't have a dog and doesn't, like, understand and, doesn't, and hasn't grown up with dogs. So you have to talk to the human. You can't talk to the dog. <laughs> Yeah, you can't be like, why won't your owner make your <laughs> So in the moment, absolutely, I think it's it's great to, you know, down, sit. I, I think that some people might um, translate rules for other people's kids to other people's dogs. Oh, Like, it's, yeah. it's typically never okay to yell at somebody else's kid or to, like, set rules on somebody else's kid. Yeah. But a dog, that is very different, especially I, if you're yeah, fearful of dogs. That's a super good point. Dogs have teeth that can bite you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, Kids can bite you, you too, too, but that's different. They can be reasoned with a little bit more than dogs. <laughs> Focus your energy on your friend and not on the dog. And you have no reason to hedge on that. Like, you are not doing anything wrong by making an animal not jump in your lap. Uh, I agree. I, I do think on the part of the person who's saying no down to the dog, she might look like a party pooper. You know, oh, yeah. like a lot of people don't voice their concerns about dogs in public because they are afraid of people thinking that like they're joyless. Oh, that's true. You know, yeah, like, why don't you like this puppy that just wants to be near you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that this is a conversation to be had while the dog's not around. Yeah. The safest way to do this is to come at this like you have an issue and your friend has an opportunity to help you with it. Yes. That's always, I think, a really good way to handle conflict yeah i think so too because at the heart of it that is what's happening mm -hmm. and we're assuming that you want to have the least negative impact on your friendship as possible right. and i'm not saying that's fair it's not fair that you have to worry and edit yourself in this conversation because it kind of sucks you're not doing anything wrong by not being a dog person right and people aren't typically bad people are just typically selfish so this person is mm -hmm. inferring that Everybody loves dogs because she loves dogs and she <laughs> yeah, exactly. she's coming at this from the perspective of my dog brings joy to the world. I'm going to bring my dog everywhere. Oh, that's so wrong but adorable. But it, I think that, yeah. that is it's likely true. I think it, you're right. Especially yeah. because this, the asker specified like my friend loves the dog. She brings the dog everywhere. Like, yeah. And I, I mean, I would love if you brought Mavie everywhere. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. My dog is such a big part of my identity. <laughs> You know, yeah, like yeah. it kind of feels like you're sharing something special with someone else. Wow, that is a really and that's a good thing for the asker to come at this this question with. Right. Is that the dog is part of her identity. So when you talk about the dog to the friend, you have to be very sensitive because it's yeah. as though you are talking about her. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. On the list of things I love in the world, it's like Mavi and then Harry Potter oh, and then Trin. Oh, <laughs> yay! So, yeah, this is like probably the thing she cares about most in the world. Yeah. It's probably safe to say that. I'm going to guess that the other aspects of your friendship are strong and valuable and wonderful and that your friend listens when you when you need her to. 
But in this one particular thing, your friend is falling short, and Trin gave some amazing reasons why. And it's because she loves her dog so much. She's blind to uh, how other people feel about it. You remember in how Hagrid loved animals? Yes, I do remember. Yeah, that, this is kind of what's happening here. So Hagrid, the groundskeeper <laughs> in the Harry Potter universe, loved animals. Even giant tarantulas. Even and dragons. Even, even dragons. Yeah. He, there's an amazing scene where... He lets Buckbeak sleep in his bed. And Buckbeak is a hippogriff, <laughs> which are very proud and dangerous animals. <laughs> so you're dealing with a Hagrid here. Yeah, you're dealing with Hagrid, which is, Hagrid's wonderful. He's just, you know. He's got a blind spot. Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some ways you can actually address your friend here. Ad- address your Hagrid friend. Yeah, so we should establish that this conversation happens before the dog comes over? You think that's that's important, Trin? There are a few different situations where you can find yourself with this dog. One, you invite the friend over to your place. You absolutely have rules in your home that you can say, hey, I, I really would prefer if you don't bring the dog over. I understand if that might cut this a little short because you got to leave and let the dog out. Oh, super good point. Yeah, uh, very, very good point, Trin, to have empathy for the other person who is thinking about their dog. Right. Um, so, like, there's that. Um, and then there's also maybe you invite them to a restaurant that does, in fact, allow dogs. Um, and you're okay with her bringing the dog. Well, you can say, it's great if you bring your dog. I would appreciate it if you kept her on a leash because uh, we are going to be in public. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and I think it's also fair to mention, honestly, I'm not that into dogs. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Say dogs. Don't say your dog. Oh, God, that is such a good point. Yeah, say I'm not that into dogs. It's just a quirk of mine. Yeah, in yeah. general. You don't yeah. have to have some historic issue with dogs in the past. A dog bit me when I was six months old <laughs> in my cradle. <laughs> that would be pretty horrifying. That would be truly yeah. horrifying. Yeah, you can just say, I'm not that into dogs. I don't feel comfortable around them, and that's okay. Yeah. Remember, dogs are descendants of wolves. It's okay not to feel comfortable around Remind it. your friend of this. Yeah. That's pretty badass. Also, it's understandable to not be comfortable around a wolf. There's, there's probably an instinctual, like, evolutionary trait in some humans that makes them afraid of dogs. Tell them that your caveman comes out every time you see a dog and... Yeah, just instinctually. You fight want... or flight. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your friend should understand this, I would hope. Yeah. And if your friend is not understanding about this, then they are being a jerk. It's true, because you are being honest and clear and giving your friend an opportunity to help you, and she's not helping. Yeah. I, I read this uh, amazing uh, little post on Tumblr about boundaries, that most people will be enthusiastic about maintaining your boundaries if you tell them about them. Most people don't want you to be in a situation that you find uncomfortable or that you don't like. Uh, if you give somebody the opportunity to be a good friend to you by being clear about what you need, they will most likely, especially if they're a friend that cares about you, want to do that for you. Yeah, like when you're clear about your boundaries, uh, most of my friends take up the torch. They're very protective of that boundary for me. Mm-hmm. It's amazing because you're giving them an opportunity to be a fucking awesome friend. And it, they're like, oh, thank you. Now I can now I can do this thing for you. Yeah. I remember I one time told um, my enforcer friends that I don't like hugs very much. And uh, every time some random tries to hug me, they literally physically jump between and and shout like, she doesn't like hugs. (laughs) That's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. (laughs) It's so great. So, yeah. So I guess the end of this question is have empathy for the fact that your friend loves her dog and that it's part of her identity. Be very clear about what you need. 
uh, while maintaining that empathy for your friend and give your friend the opportunity to maintain your boundaries for you. Well said, Trin. Don't worry about the fact that you don't like dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a totally okay, normal human right, quality. You're right. not heartless. No. All right, next questions about kitties. Now, th- now we talk about cats. <laughs> <laughs> All of my friends have cats, but I'm allergic. It really makes me sad when my friends have hangouts at their homes and I can never go. How can I talk to them about this? There are so many bits and pieces to this question. And the first bit is, unfortunately, home is the cheapest place to hang out. Mm-hmm. It's like we said in previous episodes, everywhere that you need to buy something to feel not awkward, uh, it's a shitty obligation to give people when you hang out. So when people are inviting their friends over to their homes rather than going out to a bar or going out to like, you know, a game shop to play games, that's, I think, a big part of it. So your friends are being courteous to some of your group, but not you. So they've avoided one gateway very successfully and they've added another and it's completely specific to you and that sucks. I'm a little bit allergic myself, but I have a Trin who was like, wait, Jen's allergic. <laughs> who, like, I never even have to say. Because Trin takes up the torch for me. Of her boundaries. Yeah, like exactly. We before. And cats are, all my friends have cats. Yes. Like, because we live in a city, and uh, they're great pets for people who live in cities. All my friends live in apartments, and they're good apartment pens and so on. One possible solution is to suggest hanging out at someone else's house. But that may not actually be a viable solution because all your friends could also have pets. Yeah, and asking to hang out at someone else's place is weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really like Danielle, but I want to hang out at Mark's place instead. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Because you might have to be specific. You might not be able to be like, can we go somewhere where there's no cat? Or you can say, I want to hang out at Mark's house. (laughs) (laughs) That that would be weird. Yeah, I could see I could see where that would be uncomfortable. Yeah, and I figure that it's either like inconvenient or not possible for the asker to have people over at her place because otherwise they wouldn't be asking this question. Yeah, good point. Yeah, like good point. if it, if it was just like oh let's hang out at my place. Well, because like, one way you could potentially fix this is to have hangouts at your place. Is it fair to have to be the organizer of the only hangouts that you can attend? Yeah, that would be a bummer. That's bummer. Yeah, and kind of exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. But there are many roadblocks for other people. This is just one of the many. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we mentioned, money can be a roadblock. Um, Accessibility can be a roadblock. Life is unfair. I'm sorry you had to find out this way. On our podcast. On our podcast about friendship. You know, like when you want to hang out at someone's house and you specifically want to hang out at their house because they live a block away. But everyone else is like, I don't want to take the train. It's raining. Or I don't want to have to pay for a cab. Like, these are all considerations when it comes to hanging out. Pet allergies are just another one. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And it's just like we said before. People just are selfish. And and it's not like I'm saying this is like some bad quality or anything because you should take care of yourself and, you know, self-care, have yourself in mind. But they want to do the thing that's convenient for them. And, and yeah, the end. So your friends probably don't have you in mind when they make their plans, or maybe they do have you in mind. Because maybe they know you can't attend because of your allergies, but they want to invite you anyway because they want you to feel included. They want you to know that they are thinking of you. Um, So that's good and bad. Well, that's nice, but also not totally genuine because they're not really thinking this, this all the way through to the end. Right, right. I think a better friendship move, if you were organizing it, would be like, I know this won't be an easy hangout for you, or I know you might not be able to attend, but I had to extend this invitation. Next time, I'll make sure this hangout does not happen at a place with a cat. 
There we go. Um, I think ultimately, you are not being horrifically selfish. You are a person with an impairment that can sometimes limit where you can and can't go. Um, so try not to feel bad about it. Yeah, I hope I hope that's the case. I don't want you to feel bad about that. Yeah. I mean, when you decline hangouts, just mention your allergy. I, I would say pro- they probably keep forgetting. The cat is just a fixture in their home the same way a piece of furniture is. Yes. So they definitely don't think, like, as they're texting people, they're not looking at the cat and being like, uh-oh. It's just, it's, just not, it's just not how people think. So they probably just forget. People invite me to go to steakhouses all the time. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious, Trin. Like, people, like I'm, a, I'm a vegan. I, I had to mention that. Yeah. Like, because or else, why would I be annoyed about steakhouses? I'm not, and I don't get annoyed because it's just like, well, they, they don't know. Yeah. Or they forgot. It's a minor detail that has a big a- impact on your life, but it's still, it's a little tiny detail that gets lost in the recesses of people's brains. Exactly. They're not logging every single detail, and that's one that's easily lost. Yeah. All right. Well, so when you go into this conversation, just know that you are in the right. There's nothing wrong about you having an allergy. It doesn't make you a joyless person. The unfair but true answer is you may have to organize more hangouts. And really, this is another one of those questions where we want the asker's friends to listen to this episode because it's up to the people with cats to try to be accommodating. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I really liked what you said about uh, making, when you decline the invitation, mention the allergy again. It's kind of a reminder and an explanation, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. And it sucks to have to keep declining things, but it's good to let your friends know it's not because you just don't want to hang out. Give them the reason why so they understand. So now let's turn the conversation to people with cats. So the cat-owning people. Like me. Like Trin. People with too many cats. So there are very few gateway-free places to hang out that aren't in the home. So one thing you could do is try to buddy up with a cat-free friend and organize hangouts at their place. You could bring the food, and then they can have their place for the hangouts, so they can have kind of like the inconvenience of having to clean up after. But you can, you know, offer something to bring, and then you now you have a partnership. Yeah, you're like co-hosting this thing. Yeah. It's like a podcast but you're co-hosting together (laughs) i love it it's us it's me and you (laughs) Um, so when that's not possible and you still want to invite everybody to your place here's just a few tips um things you can have on hand um i actually asked on twitter about this because i was great thanks yeah it wasn't even for this episode it was legitimately because i'm having people who have allergies hang out at my place me it's jen it's jen (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that nice? Trin's like crowdsourcing, like, I will do this for you. I saw that and I was like, aww, thanks, Trin. It's me. <laughs> so first of all, make super clear to your friends with allergies that you are holding a hangout at your place and that if they choose to attend, they can leave at any time if they feel sick or uncomfortable and it won't be awkward. You won't hold it against them. It won't be a big deal at all. Oh, that is such a good point. Yeah, when I've, when I've been to a friend's house who has a cat, who I love the cat. Sometimes it, I just, like, I don't care. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to feel it. terrible, but I love this cat so much. Uh, there were, like, eye drops on hand and allergy meds. And I was like, that's nice. So if that's within your budget or a possibility, you could have that on hand in your bathroom. 
Yeah, like more things that you can um, have, that you can buy uh, if you have the budget for it. Um, they have little disposable wipes at pet care stores, um, so you can safely clean your cat. Um, cats, you know, they lick themselves to keep themselves clean, um, so you don't want to use your wipes or, like, baby wipes. You want to get pet-safe ones. Mm. Um, and so if you wipe them down, uh, it can limit the allergens on your cat, like dander and uh, their saliva, because people can be allergic to either dander, saliva, those kinds of things. Um, so you just wipe them down. <laughs> um, you can get an air purifier that has a, I don't know if it's pronounced HEPA or if it's H-E-P-A filter, but that's the kind of filter that you want to get that actually takes cat bullshit out of the air. Yeah. Yeah. The, the floating, the floaties. The floaties. Yeah. You want to get rid of the floaties. <laughs> Maybe get a hand vac. What's, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that would be good. I have this beautiful hand vacuum that I love it so much. And I tell you every week it's just full of cat bullshit yeah my vacuum situation at home i mean this applies to dogs too some yes. people are allergic to dog hair oh it's like so satisfying and so disgusting when i vacuum <laughs> it's like oh I've it's got like a whole other dog here it's like when you put one of those pore strips on your nose and yeah. then you see all the nasties oh. it's just like that. Oh, it's like kind of like it but it's terrible exactly <laughs> Uh, and just like Jen said, um, get some eye drops um, that you keep unopened and reserved for emergencies. You can get some like hydro- hydrocortisone, calamine lotion. Ask your friends what kind of over-the-counter allergy meds they use. Definitely. Yeah. That's always appreciated. Man, there's nothing better than when you're like sniffling and your friend's like, I have a Claritin. Yeah. Ooh, I'm like instantly in love with that person. It's <laughs> beautiful. You know, you could just ask your friends what they need. If you can afford this, meaning you have the time and the budget. You can say, I'm going to run to Walgreens. What can I, or the drugstore in your region and say, what, what can I get? What can I pick up for you? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and just generally brush your cats, keep your place clean. If you have rugs, roll them up, put them away when your friends come over, put them in like your bedroom because you mm-hmm. are obviously not allergic to cats. And then a one, one piece of, uh, of advice I thought was really great was, um, so your upholstery. So like your couch and all that stuff, that's like a cat hair bullshit magnet so have on hand a piece of furniture that doesn't have upholstery so if you have like a folding chair or something that can be like or or a wood chair yes that is huge that is so helpful to not sit where the cat has been sitting so good news off topic oh yeah so you know how i don't have a couch yet oh oh yeah yeah, i don't have a couch yet yeah yeah so i'm getting my couch delivered like two days before you and carly come over (gasps) So it's going to be like a fresh-ass couch. Oh, yeah. I'm going to lay all over that couch. You could just put your face in it. Is Carlin allergic, too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Carlin. that makes me happy that I'm, you're not just doing this Oh, for no, me. no, no, oh, no. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's a good piece of advice. Find the other person that's allergic and just bond over it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cat allergies and dog allergies are pretty common. Yeah. You're definitely not alone. Yeah. It might feel like you're alone because people who have pets are generally really loud about them. They're all over their Twitter feed. They're all over their Instagram. That is such a good point, Trin. Like, you and I are pretty, pretty pet forward. Yes, <laughs> extremely pet. We, this is a pet, a pet uh, positive environment. It really is. And I, I have allergies. Yeah. So I'm even allergic to a little bit to Mavi if she gets all over me. I don't. Like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, like, if I pet her and then rub my eyes, my eyes get red. So, But it's like. Maybe I'm, my eyes are just red with emotion because I love her so much. <laughs> That's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, my brother is is allergic to cats, mildly, too, and he has a cat because he found a cat and wanted to keep the cat. Oh, see, that tells you right there how people can bond with an animal that actively makes them feel sick. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter, got cat. So I guess the lesson in that is that there are just there's just a spectrum 
of feelings about animals and um, like living situations. Try not to feel alone. Try not to feel bad about the fact that you don't want to be around cats. Uh, there's nothing wrong with you. Just be forward again about what you need. Uh, advocate for yourself. Advocate for your boundaries. And have a good friendships. Yeah, I'm hopeful that your friends will be so happy to take on your boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take on the torch. Yeah. Be the shield maiden yeah, of your boundaries. Exactly. To like unsheath the friendship sword and be yeah. like, I will defend your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like anytime somebody tells me that stuff, I feel like Eowyn. Oh man, you are Eowyn. Thanks. Totally. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that was so great. Uh, this has been Friendshipping. So uh, if you have any questions about pets, people, please cram them straight up our asshole at ask.fm slash Jen and Trin. Uh, Jen has two N's and Trin only has one N. And the extra N in Jen stands for dander. Nar- narwhal. Naked mole rat. <laughs> Needlefish. <laughs> uh, all of those animals, I think, would be hypoallergenic. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. The naked mole rat sounds like a hell of a pet. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us at Jen and Trin. And the same number of N's apply. I feel like we should sign off with something. But like, I just want to drink more coffee. That's a great sign off. <laughs> and end. <laughs> you friendship at the this is friendshipping. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized that every time we do friendshipping, we throw our oh, arms yeah. in the air. You, there's only one time you didn't throw your arms in the air, and I was like, oh, Trin's tired today. Oh, <laughs> it was a couple so episodes ago episodes ago and i was like oh trin's tired i gotta i better double up on this oh i'm so happy yeah. oh, it's, uh, today's theme is pets 